0: Have you ever wondered about how to actually use social media in order to win new clients? Have you ever thought about how to go after one particular line of insurance, such as workers' compensation, and utilize that in order to drive more new business opportunities your way via the signed broker record letter? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today because I have a special guest with us. Her name is Rocio. And if you haven't heard of her before, you're going to hear from her today. And she's going to tell you about how she is winning a lot of new clients by signed broker of record letter. So stay tuned. What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12x framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature if you're looking for a proven system to help you 12x your book of business then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done otherwise kick back turn up the volume and remember quoting is for the week this is the millionaire insurance producer podcast All right, everybody. Welcome to the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. My name is Charles Specht. I am the host, and I am glad that you are here with us today. And I have a special guest with us. Her name is Rocio. And she is a member of the 12X Commission Mastermind. And she has been with the mastermind, I don't know, maybe about six, seven, eight months. I'm not even quite sure exactly how long it's been, but she's been with us for a little while. And she's absolutely killing it. She is doing such a good job. And after all is said and done, I think that what you're going to learn from her today is that it's just a matter of actually implementing what you learn and then you get the actual result. Just do what you're supposed to do and follow the directions and it all kind of works out really well. So, Rocio, great to have you with us today.
1: Thank you, Charles. It's a real honor to be able to speak on your podcast and to know that I actually, you know, came across you through a podcast link through YouTube.
0: YouTube. Oh, that's awesome. So, talk to me about like how you found out about us on YouTube. Like what was it? uh, Did you do a Google search or something like that or what was it?
1: Yes. So actually, I was on YouTube searching up how to prospect, how to cold call. I just typed in real, real easily, cold call,
2: Yeah.
1: cold calling scripts, uh, commercial insurance. And I believe one of your titles, I can't really remember the name, but I believe it was a uh, cold calling and prospecting. And I clicked on it, listened to the whole video, and it was just you talking about. How to win business through via broker of record. Uh-huh. And that whole video is like, that makes total sense. I've seen several agents quote, I quoted once and I did not win that deal. <laughs> I lost it. Uh-huh. And I was like, that is absolutely it makes a hundred percent sense. And mm. you know, the only way to do business and the easiest way to also takes off a lot, it's less pressure for the insureds to do business, you know, via broker of mm-hmm.
0: record. That's great. That's awesome. So I'm excited to be able to work with you. I'm actually excited for everybody to hear about how you're winning new business because you're doing it in a very unique and special way. Social media is your primary like facet for prospecting, going after workers' compensation, going after contractors and so forth, and winning, frankly, some large accounts. So I'm excited for them to be able to hear about how you're doing it. But why don't you just tell us like very quickly, like where are you at? Where you, what do you focus on? How long you've been in the insurance business, that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. So let me give you a little bit of background about my insurance background. So I was a claims manager for almost about seven years and I got into the business real early. So right straight out of college, I was recruited into an uh, an agency and he needed a work comp claims assistant. So I had no idea what to do. I was literally just an assistant. I took orders and I would email adjusters and just from there, little by little, I started to learn about it. Turns out the guy, the guy who was in charge, ended up leaving, so I moved up real quick. And it was kind of like they just put me into, you know, into the water to swim, swim, uh-huh. swim or sink. So yep. luckily, I was able to swim. I learned how to swim real quick, uh-huh. and I was able to, you know, navigate myself through the insurance world, talking to adjusters, and then from there, I, I just began my my career as a claims manager, mm-hmm. and. Being a claims manager, I was also I had the opportunity to go out into new business, new business meetings with agents. And I would be talking about the product, high X mods, risk management. And I was basically there just to back up the agent if the insured or the prospect had any questions in regards to how the X mod is calculated. And I ended up building a good relationship with those clients as a workers' compliance manager and I just said I said to myself, "Hey, you know, I really love helping out people. I could see how much, you know, a claim could really drive up your mm-hmm. X-mod especially if mm-hmm. you have more. And here in the state of California, basically X-mods are calculated differently than any other state. Mm. Here you are penalized and basically there is a threshold for every claim that you have. So, it's very important that Insureds um, maintain and keep control of their mod. So I ended up working, um, real close with contractors. And when I first started off as a sales, um, a sales producer, I was calling everyone just to see, you know,
0: um, And real quick. So you were a claims manager for how long before you went to the agency side? I was about, sales?
1: it was about a good solid six years, six, yeah, years. Okay. six years and a couple of months.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it.
1: And then I ventured out into so I was a I was like a hybrid. So before I jumped into full sales a sales producer, I was a hybrid. So they gave me a list of cold leads and, you know, they basically said, OK, knock yourself out. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so here you go. Whoever you land, you know, if they become a client. Good. Good for you. Mm-hmm, if not, mm-hmm. it's good practice. Yeah. So I ended up calling and my first client was a plumbing, a plumber and it was a contractor. And it just so happens that my first client had, would re- really, yeah, uh, he, had, he had really, I guess, advanced policy. So he was doing OSA, OSA projects mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. something I did not completely know. Mm-hmm. You now, I learned a lot about construction, just being with that account on its own. Mm-hmm. And that's how I learned, learned a little bit about general liability, property, package mm-hmm. on the construction side. So long story short, they did have claims and I helped them out. And I just knew that, you know, dealing with contractors, how the importance of having a good X model is, and it makes you more profitable, Mm -hmm. being able to control those costs. So I started listening to you, you know, I listened more to your podcast, and I think it was around that time. And you said that the riches are in the niches. Yeah. And that really made me realize, I'm like, okay, like, I do seem to have, you know, be landing a couple of construction clients. So I think I need to you know, concentrate on construction. I think that's when I reached out to you Mm. and I, he said, can you give me a couple of advice and you're like, okay, I think you could, you know, maybe focus since my, my clientele were plumbers, you could could concentrate on plumbing. And that's what I did. Yeah. So I started concentrating on plumbing and then I ran into concrete and I was like, all right, I'm going to do, you know, have concrete uh, as my second layer of clients.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Okay. So, and I know that you've got maybe about a half a dozen or so since you started as a salesperson at the agency where you're at now. So how long ago did you start here?
1: At this, uh, your podcast or at my,
0: where you're at now, your, your agency.
1: I started at my agency November,
0: November. Right. So basically about six months ago, five, six months ago. Okay. And you've got, did you say six clients so far?
1: And this new agency, yes.
0: Yeah. And how many of them by BOR? All of them all of them. Did you guys yeah. hear that? I just want you to understand, you know, exactly what we're talking about here. It's that it's just a matter of doing the prospecting in a certain micro niche. Like Rocío said, the riches are in the micro niches. You just focus focus in your specific area, you understand what it is that you do and what you don't do, and when you the things that you do, you do it better than other people, and they're going to be able to see the value of that. So, look, she could have probably wasted a whole bunch of time just going through quoting process. And maybe got rolled and maybe won a couple accounts here and there if she was less expensive. But frankly, you know, she is implementing the things that she's learned. She's averaging now an account per month by broker of record letter. And on average, you know, I don't know exactly what this answer is, but on average, about how much would you say is the typical revenue per account? I would probably
1: say average. 25k, 30k because I I do go after all the the rest of the lines. Yeah. So I lead with workers comp and I, you know, gather up the rest.
0: So 25, 30k of commission per account focusing on really just going after a holistic approach to it, making workers compensation your first primary in, winning an account, you know, on average per month, that's a great start to a career. Um, I'm really excited for you. As I've mentioned to a number of people, I actually think you're going to be a superstar. You're probably going to be a millionaire. Uh, insurance producer, probably in about anywhere from three to four, four and a half years, keep doing what you're doing. And I just say, well done, Rocio. Good job.
1: Thank you. And that is the goal. I mean, that is why I joined, you know, Millionaire Insurance Producer. Yeah. But I could go ahead and give you a story, give you a couple of stories of how I won.
0: Let's hear it. Uh,
1: clients by BOR. And I'll give you a recent one that happened back in January of this year. Mm-hmm. And I followed your steps. So, for those agents that don't know Charles, when when you sign up with Charles, we do go after every week. We have a new topic, and one of our topics is having a timeline of services. So you know, I do go after high X uh, clients who have high X mods, and everybody calls them. So as soon as your X mod is published, you basically have about five agents calling you that same day. And the only reason I got into this concrete contractor's office is that he said, okay, you have a solution on how I could lower down my X mod. Everybody Mm -hmm. else is telling me I could get you a a lower bid, a lower bid, a lower Mm -hmm, bid. mm
2: -hmm. But you're the
1: only one that came in saying, oh, you have a solution. And you showed me, you know, you sent me a link to click on an X mod. And he's like, I've never seen my X mod. I didn't even know what I was looking at. So that's the only reason why you're here. So now tell me. (laughs) Yeah. You you know, he's like, he's like, I'm busy. You have 30 minutes. Uh What is it? And I said, perfect. That's all I need. I'm like, I probably just need time to tell you where the problem is at. But here you go. So I explained I broke down the X mod for him on the services. And I um, also took on my timeline of services and guided him through it. So his problem was that his prior agent did not inform him about the claims. Mm -hmm. So he had no claim services. What we do, what we offer is that we do a quarterly claims review. So that way, every quarter, you're up to date to know exactly where your claims are at. Because as this guy, he had about five claims in one year. Prior to that, perfect mod. Mm -hmm, He mm -hmm. never had any, you know, maybe my bad year. Yeah. Yeah. So this, his X mod went from, I believe it was like an 82 all the way to 189. Wow. And he was with the state fund, so right. state fund obviously surcharged him. and you know, poor guy was freaking out because mm. his premium almost tripled.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I went, I broke down the services for him. I um, mean, broke down the X mod, explained to him the services, and you know, it only took him, I, I believe, only like twenty minutes to make his his decision, and he was like, okay, this all sounds good. What is the next step? Like, I just need someone to solve this for me. Take care of it because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with claims. That's the last thing I need to do. I just want someone to solve this for me. Mm. Um, he's like, you know, I, I really do appreciate you taking your time to walk down and, you know, break down the X mod, explain the services and sh- actually show me a timeline of services. hmm. And he's like, "What is the next process?" I'm like, "Well, here it is." And I, you know, always carry myself a broker of record letter because mm-hmm. I believe that you should always be, you know, talk with intention. You know, go in with purpose.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was
1: my purpose to come in. I know not not every day you'll not every every meeting that you go to you'll, you're going to get the broker record, mm-hmm. but in this one I actually did get the broker a record that same day, and it was because I explained to him. But prior to my meeting, he actually had gone to my LinkedIn Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I, you know, because on LinkedIn, it will show you when someone sees you Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh, it's the owner of this concrete company. And I, but I think he probably went through my reviews or did a little, Mm -hmm. a little search on me. May, may have gone to my Instagram Mm -hmm. and I think that might have encouraged them like, okay, this girl seems to, you know, know my area, know construction Mm -hmm. has good reviews and, um, and that's how I won that business.
0: I actually think like, okay, so there's a few things that I want to focus on there. Yeah. One, if insurance agents don't have their social media profiles like dialed in for what they're going after, that's a huge red flag. Like you just said, it, it doesn't take too much of time for a prospect just to check out your LinkedIn profile. And frankly, right. I think that's probably where they're going to go. They're usually going to go and check your LinkedIn profile, not your Facebook and so forth, because they just look at that as a little bit more of a business social media profile. So even if you're not going to spend a ton of time there, you better have it dialed in because people are going to check it out. But you also said something that I think is so important is because when you were going through the meeting with him, you were uncovering the problems that he had, you were going over your timeline of services, and then he was basically convinced. So he said, what's the next step? And that just, I think is so important because it's a reminder that insurance buyers don't know what the next step is. They don't realize like, okay, how do I fix this? Do I got to have you quote it and then win it? Like, no, they don't necessarily realize that the broker of record letter is even an option. And so then you're talking to them. You got the broker of record letter there. It's a matter of getting a signature. And now we can start fixing the problem for you. So great job. I just wanted to focus on that. It's awesome.
1: Yes. And I think agents should be transparent and just have a very simple process. Mm -hmm. Obviously, know your industry because – It's completely different when you're meeting with a human resources person and Mm -hmm. an owner. Mm -hmm. So I typically, all my meetings, I always do them directly with someone of management. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, Because at the end of the day, those are the ones, those are the people that are cutting the check. So you need to build a relationship with them. You need to know who you are. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, If they're not available, maybe someone who could represent that Mm -hmm. management. But typically, owners care because at the end of the day, it's coming out of the pocket. So it's very important that that agents build the relationship directly with the owner.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you then. So about social media, because I know that's where you spend the primary uh, time prospecting. Is that correct? Do you think you spend like the bulk of your time doing social media or is, is there another way that you prospect?
1: I think that's one of my avenues. Okay. Um, I think it's been growing. <laughs> it's been growing. Definitely the last mm-hmm. month. It, honestly, social media takes a while. Yeah. Um, you just don't you know build a link and people start mm-hmm. following you.
2: Right, right. It's
1: you have to put on content and that's mm-hmm. one of the things being consistent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I went I so my for my social media, I primarily use Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I've gone on LinkedIn, I have added, you know, a couple of mm-hmm. my last couple of contacts have been contractors and I just literally just Google, I mean not Google, a yeah. search, a plumbers, concrete, and I just go on there and I click request. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people add me. Some people deny me. Some yep. people ignore me. Yeah, um, but it's just that's what I do know, too.
0: Everybody, the, yeah. that's just the way that it works. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, no, no feelings hurt or anything. I just, I just go on there. Mm-hmm. But I don't approach them. Uh, but maybe I should. I don't say like, oh hi, thank you for adding me any, any of this. Mm-hmm. I just, I just let it as it is. And sometimes we'll like each other's, you know, things mm-hmm. or we'll comment. Mm-hmm. And then on Instagram, I find it that it's easier to do so because. I've had, I've had more success on Instagram connecting on a personal level with contractors on following their pages and then following back. And then it's just as simple as, you know, like great truck,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> right. great
1: view, mm-hmm. a great job on their project. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram, I've tailored it to making it. I try to post at least two or three times a week. And I use an app called Later. So I have it all scheduled out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it is something that you do have to be consistent and it, will, it is time consuming.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: if you are going to be using social media, I do say carve out some time. For me, I use weekends. So that's what, I, that's what I do on my weekends. I just try to schedule out, create my posts, and then have the app later. And I just, you know, it will auto-fill, auto
0: mm-hmm.
1: auto-post.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business. So don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. And by the way, tell them Charles sent you. So for those of you who are listening, I, I actually think that you need to go and check out Rocio's Instagram because she has this business. She has a normal personal one like most people, but then she has this business account where she is really focusing on Contractors, right? Are you still doing like mainly plumbing and concrete on that Instagram account?
1: That's all I follow. So I just plumbing and concrete contractors.
0: Yeah. And is it for the most part, is it workers' compensation, claims management related, or are you doing a lot of different stuff?
1: So I was doing a lot of, you know, having a variety, but now that, you know, we did Tailor on and focusing on and we had a little discussion about it, I am focusing on workers' comp because Mm -hmm. that is my, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that is my, 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 my big. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I lead with. That's who yeah. I am. Yeah. You know, like workers and
0: that's a huge, obviously problem for them, right? It's yes. just a big, it's a big expense. Okay. So, and by the way, I like, I actually like follow her on this business account and it's not like she's got like two people liking it. Like she puts stuff out and she has hundreds of people, hundreds of accounts, you know, that are seeing it and watching it and so forth. Like it's really, really well done. In fact, there's a couple of people that I ha- I have seen, like tried to start using Instagram a little bit more. And I say, I, I tell them, I go, I whisper to them. Go, go, go. Let's go see what Rocio's doing. She's doing really good. You should go see what she's doing. So I'm using you as an example, uh, just as you know, on social Thank media you. for Instagram about how to really start killing it. Because, I mean, frankly, how many accounts have you gotten specifically from Instagram so far? How many clients?
1: So I have three that are clients.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: have two in the making who I've reached out. Yeah. And I said, okay, this is it. And, you know, they really literally reached out just saying... All of them, well, a majority of them have had issues with their certs.
2: Mm.
1: They said, I need help. I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. And they, you know, it's just as simple, like, I need help. Can you call me? Or mm. this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, well, since we're on social media, mm-hmm. I am going to talk about how I won my most recent plumbing account that I found today on the general liability. And he had reached out to me via social media two weeks ago. And it was over... A general liability audit that he had hmm. he had no idea what was going on uh, basically the the broker dropped the ball mm-hmm. he didn't estimate his payroll his uh gross sales mm-hmm. correctly yeah yeah So that's a big headache and yeah. big no-no you know when the guy's trying to reach you know going hey what's going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so so this plumbing contractor reached out to me saying hey i have i have an issue going on it's an emergency I don't know what's going on can you reach out to me and I did I had a you know a couple of I give him a call and we talked for a couple of minutes and the first thing he says like hey I'm reaching out to you because it seems like you really know plumbers
0: mm-hmm. and I'm a
1: plumber and I need help like mm-hmm. ASAP <laughs> well
0: and hold on like, a second God. I just want to say did everybody hear that again please like understand the power of micro niching Yes, they realize that she understands plumbers, and that's why he reached out to her. That's powerful. All right, keep going. Sorry, but I didn't yes. want to. I just wanted to like highlight that. That's that's good stuff. No, no,
1: yeah. He. That's the first thing that came out of his mouth. He mm-hmm. was like, "You mm-hmm. look like you know plumbers, and mm-hmm. I'm a plumber, and I need some help." Yeah. And I said, "Yes, that, that's actually what. Right, that's my main. Uh, mm-hmm. That is my my main group of you know group of people. Mm-hmm. So how can I help you?" And he's like, "Oh, I have this issue with this audit." And, you know, we started kind of talking about more, more about his um, buzz problems. And he's like, okay, well, you know, I asked him like, what, you know, where do you have your, your policies? And it just turns out that he had each policy of a different agent. Mm. So now he's running into like, I forgot who handles my GL. I thought it was the auto guy, but it's not the auto guy. It's someone else. And this someone else doesn't work there anymore. And I'm just having this big headache of reaching out and trying to get my contact information. I'm like, well, you can make it all so easy and simple for yourself. His name's Michael. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Michael, you can make everything easier for yourself and just have it under one person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just, it's simple as having one agent control. And you just gave him the, the definition, the power of having one agent mm-hmm. and how it works and how it's better for him as a client, you know, just someone controlling all of your accounts. And when you go out to market, they have more power and underwriters are more susceptible to, you know, to writing your account. Mm-hmm. I said, when you're just bidding and using, you know, different agents just to get a quote. And then he's like, yeah, that's such a headache. I hate, you know, reaching out to several people just to get
0: one quote. Okay, hold on. I got to, I got I to gotta pause you again. Like that is such, I try to tell agents that and they don't believe it. I tell them like, Your prospects hate the quoting process more than you do. It is a huge nightmare for them. They hate having to deal with insurance agents. They don't like to go through this. It's just a big hassle. And so making it easier for them so that they understand that you have a a solution to their problem. You're going to go out to the marketplace on their behalf. They only have to work with you. It's a great way to go about it. Okay. So unpause. Keep going. Good stuff. Yes.
1: No, no, no. So yeah, that's what he said. I hate reaching out and filling Mm -hmm. all these applications. And people just keep coming back with different questions. And I have no idea who I answer to. They're all kind of the same to me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad this, this is recorded because this is absolutely what I talk about. They don't know who they say what to. Good job. Yes, keep going. I
1: could probably call him right now and vouch and he would be like, oh, I hate the coding process. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, again, it's, uh, it's, you know, contractors. They're, they like, they're very busy people. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to make things simple. And just like any other person, no one really likes to deal with insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to just be able to have someone reliable, responsible to answer their questions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, for my current clients Mm -hmm. and new clients that I'm getting, it seems that everybody just likes to have, you know, just do it all in one process. Mm-hmm. Why why have several houses or several agents when you can get the same product, you know, from, this, from one person, make it easy. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, back to Michael's story. So we, you know, talked about the process and he's like, all right, I'm sold. Let's do this. Let's get all of this. And that was all over on the phone. And it was just as simple as him um, doing a group chat with his operations manager saying, hi. Uh, Suzanne, I want you to meet Rocile. This is our new broker. Please, you know, send over. She's gonna send you a form. Uh-huh. Can you please, you know, make sure I'm copied on it? Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's history.
0: That's awesome. And out of curiosity, how much revenue is that account?
1: That one's more on the smaller side, but total revenue is probably like it could be twelve twelve k. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, yeah, like on the small side, right? Most agents would probably say, man, I would love to have a $12,000 commission account. And I get it.
1: it it This is a nice account to have, you know, Mm -hmm. just through social media, right? That's exactly where I'm
0: going with this. It's like, it's from Instagram. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not even like a business platform. It's like they saw your video. They saw that you're focused on them. They saw the value of it. And these are not small accounts. Like, yeah, I I love the fact that you're thinking bigger. Right. Because I know you're like you're writing 20, 25,000. And now it's just a matter of you like going to that next level. And $50,000, by the way, is what your next level is supposed to be, Rocio. So I can't wait till you start going after those bigger accounts like that. But $12,000 revenue accounts that come to you because they see that you provide something of value and that you have the answer to their problems. Like that is a beautiful problem to have when you've got $12,000 revenue accounts coming to you because they see that you're the better choice for them. So, you know, what? again, I just want to applaud you. I think you're like, you're doing a great job. You are actually like staying very focused on what you're doing and you're getting great results. Those periods. Good, good job.
1: Yeah, and I won another a uh, concrete contractor that way too. Probably around the same size. Uh-huh. Uh, two weeks ago, before that, so I would say my Instagram has probably been growing in the last in the last month. And like I said, this is not mm-hmm. a quick get rich quick fast. Yeah. If you're in the insurance industry, honestly, if you're in here for a quick buck, it's that's it's this industry yeah. is not for you. Yeah, this is an industry where you do have to put in hard work, especially when you're a new agent.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: really have to focus. On prospecting,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when you get those clients, you have to build a relationship, mm-hmm. and you get to know people because people will eventually tell you, you know, tell you your, the, the problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, everybody has a different way of communicating, but if you you know do your job, and I feel like people do do value, you know, they do mm-hmm. value a good agent.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, so, talk to us then about. The Mastermind, what are you getting out of the Mastermind? Why are you in it? What do you feel has been maybe the most important part that you've gotten out of it and so forth? Just talk to us about the mastermind
1: well, first of all, if it wasn't for the mastermind, I would have never created my Instagram, so you guys could go, oh, wow, okay mhm you guys could go on my Instagram, which is rocio underscore i n s underscore services, and if you go on my first post, I think my first post was like sometime late September, and mm. that's right after I i believe we had a mastermind and you were talking about social media. You okay. were saying, you don't exist on social media. You just don't exist. Mm. I think I think that's what you said. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I didn't realize that that's how you started Instagram yeah. because
1: – That's why I started in How. Okay. And I was really thinking – I had no idea. I think my first post was like an, an X mod.
0: Yeah.
1: It was an X mod. I probably got like one like. <laughs> I was probably like my. Sister. Well, it's because I knew you didn't have
0: any like anybody followers yet, right?
1: Yeah, no, yeah. no. Actually, I don't think my sister follows my business account. <laughs> um, I think it might have been one of my clients because uh-huh. <laughs> she did follow me. Um, so yeah, so it probably was one of, one of my clients who liked my first my first post, uh-huh. and I, I just you know I I didn't know really what to post. So I'm like I'm just gonna post X months. And just, and then I just started, you know, posting things and, you know, the first, co- but it wasn't probably until like January that I actually started picking up track. And I just started posting things about XMOD, maybe something with construction, risk mm-hmm. management. And then later, what really, I think what, so- what started kicking off my Instagram I was actually posting, you know, selfie videos of you talking doing mm-hmm. like a quick second. Mm -hmm. And my first video that I did, I think I was, it was like, it was raining and I did one about property, Mm
2: -hmm. property
1: insurance. And I did pay the ad on, on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, on Instagram to promote it. So Mm -hmm. that, so for agents that are trying to create a social media account on Instagram, I do say do use those services Mm. because that is what actually helped me help me get, get known on Instagram. So you're able to tailor it on Instagram to who, your ads are able to see. So you can mm. click, you know, your profile, your company, mm-hmm. if you're looking for contractors in Southern California, between ages, so-and-so, it mm-hmm. will pop up on those pages.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Wow. I didn't realize that you got that, that idea from the mastermind. That's pretty cool.
1: Yes. And that would have, like I said, I would have never started an Instagram page.
0: <laughs> um,
1: if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for you talking about social media. Yeah. And, and the second thing that I've gotten from, from you and I'm still struggling with that. And it is organization and mm-hmm. keeping yourself accountable for prospecting. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think as you start growing and you start servicing accounts, and that's one of the things that I think many agents struggle. We ended up we end up getting caught up in the servicing. Mm-hmm. We end up, you know, saying, "Oh, let's do this." It's uh, we're quoting, you know, we're quoting renewing our, our, our prospects. We're sending mm-hmm. it out out to market. We're talking to underwriters. We're, you know, looking at policies. Yeah. And it is so easy to get yourself wrapped up in those tasks.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I'm still, like I said, I'm I'm being honest. I still struggle with that. And, but I think you do make a really good point in just keeping everybody accountable and saying, Mm -hmm. you need to create yourself a schedule and block out and carve out time for prospecting. Mm -hmm. Because when you do... Honestly, if you just do 1 week of just you cold calling, you you could see you'll see the difference in your work. Yeah, and sure. I know it. And I know when I call and I have just literally just one week, I, you mm-hmm. really have, you know, leads work, working for you.
0: Yeah. And I think that's like, so true uh, the organization part of it. I mean, yeah. frankly, we're human, right? And we get caught up in doing a lot of different things. And and for most people, prospecting is not fun. We would rather do something else. And so we can find something else to do. But unfortunately, those other things usually don't put any gold in our pockets. It's the prospecting that puts the, the gold in your pocket. So I agree a hundred percent. In fact, Literally, just today, this morning, um, I got another client. She contacted me. She works with a top ten insurance brokerage in the world. She's doing decent at sales, but she just needs a little bit more focus in regards to her accountability and organization. Period. I mean, I can't wait to see like how this is going to work out for her. So, absolutely true. Anything else you want to say about the mastermind before we kind of wrap it up?
1: Yes. So, overall, this is probably my the big takeaway from the mastermind. Besides, you know, the social media and keeping yourself organized. What, it, what has really helped me and what I've gained from the mastermind is the fact that I just want to let agents know that there is a person out there. His name is Charles, and he helps out agents in taking you to the next level, keeping you self-accountable, and you have access to a mastermind. So it's a group of people from all you know across the nation. You have different states, and we're all basically just talking about our, our our goal into obtaining new clients, the struggles we get, we, get, we go through the blocks, different topics. You, you might, it might seem redundant, but honestly, it's repetition. Mm-hmm. So everything that you do, he might seem like a broker record, broker record, repetition. But that repetition is actually what leads you to your goals. Mm-hmm. So coming from an agent, if you are an agent and you know, if you're like most agencies that work remote and you feel lonely, just like I did a couple, you know, right in summer, I was working remote and I just, you know, I was basically on my own. And it's, it's, it gets kind of hard when, you, when you're just working at home and you just have four walls mm-hmm. and you don't have other agents to talk to, you, know what's going on, you know, hearing what numbers they've hit, mm-hmm. the struggles. And it really feels good to be able to lean on a group of people, having a coach. I believe that, you know, that having a coach overall is it's something that I would recommend if you're trying to you know, take yourself to the next level, because just as we go to the doctor to check on our health. And we have a mechanic for a car. We have our tax person for a car. If you're a salesperson, you also want to have someone who's a sales coach who has done it repeated a number of times. So if you want to reach those type of goals, you have to follow people that have obtained that. And what better way than Charles who has, you know, more than he's done it himself and has had producers reach that goal. So I absolutely do recommend joining the mastermind if you want to reach a million dollars in commission.
0: Well, that's awesome, Rocio. I really appreciate that. So thank you for it. And why don't you give us again what your Instagram handle was?
1: Yeah. So my Instagram, it's Rocio R O C I O underscore I N S at, I mean, underscore services. So it's Rocio I N S underscore services. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn under Rocio Luna. And under my profile, there's a link to my Instagram. So I purposely put my link on my Instagram. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when I'm following prospects, they can mm. you know, go on there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I've also, you know, gained some momentum you yep. know, by posting. I that.
0: bet you have. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. So for those of you who are listening, go follow her on Instagram. So you can see what Rocio is doing on, on that social media platform and winning new clients. Even her small ones at $12,000 of revenue, right? Which we would all love to have. So it's a great problem. But if you're interested in the mastermind, I invite you to go and check it out. Go to 12x.club. That's on my website, 12x.club, and you'll see a little bit of information about it. Like Rocio said, it's a lot of insurance agents from around the United States and even from Canada. We have property and casualty agents in there, a number of employee benefits agents in there, and frankly, even have a fair number of personalized agents who are trying to make the switch even into personal lines or to commercial lines. We talk about the curriculum, we talk about broker of record letter stories. We give one another, you know, the, the applause and the clap when they get one that week. And frankly, it just keeps everybody on the same page. So 12x.club is where it's at. Rocio, thank you so much for being with us today. Really appreciate you and everything that you're doing.
1: Thank you, Charles. It was an honor being on your podcast.
0: All right. So everybody, my name is Charles Specht. I am the host here of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast, where we teach and train insurance agents how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast.